Hello and welcome to the Mind Money Soul podcast. I am your host, Laura Ann Moore. I'm a money and mindset coach and financial well-being speaker, and my mission is to help you feel good about money and learn how to use money as a tool to live your best life and work towards financial freedom, whatever that means to you. Every week, I explore the emotional, practical, and spiritual sides of money. So if you're ready to get financially confident, grow your money, and achieve your big life goals, then you're in the right place. Change your mindset, grow your money, feed your soul. Let's go. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Mind, Money, Soul. And today, I want to go through three top money myths that might be keeping you stuck when it comes to your money. Now, one of the things I always think about when it comes to like thinking about these money myths is like, where did you hear it from? Where has this thought or this belief come from? Is it one that's come from society? Is it one that your parents instilled in you? Is it one that your teachers or your friends taught you or your workplace, right? Like really questioning the things that you believe is really important. And that really does sound like a disaster, a recipe for disaster for um, what we could call a quarter life or a midlife crisis, like questioning everything you've ever thought. But really understanding where, where do my beliefs come from? And some of these money myths really could be keeping you stuck. So the first one is, and this is a goodie, this is a goodie, that money is the root of all evil. Now, I completely do not believe that. What I do know and what I am aware is that there are some people in this world that have a lot of money and that aren't very nice, right? The two are not necessarily synonymous. It's what you choose to do with your money, right? And it's the attitudes and the behaviors surrounding money that is the issue. So those people that aren't very nice people, but have loads of money, they were probably mean people before. They probably weren't very nice anyway. Um, And money has just amplified that. I honestly am such a big believer that money is an amplifier. So if you are a good person already, you're going to be able to do more good. If you're a bad person, unfortunately, you're going to be able to do more bad. But you, if you are a good person, if you are generous, you are kind, you want to change the world, you want to help people, the more money you have, the more good you can do. I truly believe that. And if you work on your relationship with money, having more money does not make you a bad person. And the more that you can understand this, the better, because I work with a lot of clients who are like, oh my God, like, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be, I don't want to change as a person. And I say, do you believe that you will change as a person? Do you believe that money will change you? And really understanding, like, if you feel um, if, if, if you feel like there's going to be something that changes within you on a core level with money, then that's a whole nother thing. But like, if you are a really good person, money's going to help you do more good. Think about how many amazing people are out there doing good, giving to charities, creating charities. There's so much stuff. And this is because of the freaking news being focused on like 99% bad stuff. We don't hear about all the good that people are doing. And there are large sums of people using large sums of money to do amazing stuff. So the more that you have, the more good that you can do. Now, money myth number two is that personal finance or managing your money is confusing and overwhelming. 
And I think a lot of the time people think that you have to be good at maths or spreadsheets or good with numbers or a practical, logical person to be good with your money. And let me tell you, that is not true. You absolutely do not have to be. You can manage your money effectively um, uh, by educating yourself on personal finances. And it doesn't take as much as you think. And because money is so emotional, learning how to have a good relationship with yourself, how to have a good relationship with money is only going to help you. And that's a lot of emotional work. And you can set up ways of managing your personal finances, finance, finances, um, that set you up for success that don't require too much of your brain power. Automations, you know, you could set up direct debits that move your money around on payday so that you don't have to do any of the work. You just wake up on payday and bam, you've got money in different accounts for spending, saving and bills. Now, if you're listening to this and you're like, but Laura, I'm self-employed and I don't always get paid on one day. I understand. I actually have an entire podcast episode all about this, talking about how to manage your money as a self-employed person. So feel free to go and check that out. Um, But the key thing is that there are so many amazing and free resources online, books, blogs, podcasts, all YouTube videos, all the things, right, that help you on your journey. You just have to have the belief in yourself that money is for you. And that also that the understanding that the more, I guess, the better you can be with your money, the more that you can educate yourself, the less stressed you're going to be and the more you're going to enjoy it. And it's a compound, it's a compounding impact, right? So, or compounding effect. So, when you learn a bit about your money and you start to manage it well, and then you start to feel better about it, that then allows you to manage it even better. And then you feel even better about it and then the cycle repeats. But what we do know is that it doesn't have to be confusing. It doesn't have to be complicated. It does not have to be overwhelming. And I try to break this down in my content on my podcast and in, on socials um, because I think there are so many people that came out of school feeling fucking stupid because the academic school system or standard school system is not set up for people who are more creative, more right-brained. It's like, sit down, sit this exam. You have to be a certain type of person. And that is not how we mag- measure magic. That is not how we measure in my eyes, intelligence. Um, it's one, it's very one siloed. It's one, one way. And a lot of people, I have a lot of friends and a lot of clients that came out of school feeling stupid. It's really hindering them with their money. So just know that it doesn't need to be confusing or complicated. And the third one, which is a big favorite of mine, is that you need to be rich to be investing. Mm-mm-mm, that is a lie. Um, that one is really holding you back from building wealth. Now, let me tell you, how do you think the wealthy got wealthy? They'd be investing. That is how they got their money, learning how to grow your money. Now, a lot of the time what happens because we live in a capitalist society, we are told that we get a job and then we spend that money on things that make us happy, bring us joy, bring us experiences. But then the circle repeats because you need more of that money. Now, what wealthy people do is they add an extra section within that, whereby before they start spending it, they use the money that they've made to build wealth or to buy assets that are going to create wealth and create money. And then they use that money to buy the things that they love, enjoy and want to experience. So that extra step in the middle means that your money is working harder for you and it is growing over time. And eventually you won't have to be a slave 
to a job, whether you're self-employed or whether you're run, you know, whether you work for an employer. But the point is, is that you're using that money to really expand and build wealth and step away from having to earn it. So it's 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 stepping away from um, swapping your time and your labor for money, and you're putting that extra section in there, whereby your money is working hard for you. And the thing is, right, you can literally get started with investing as little as like five, 10 pounds. It's mad. There are so many like low cost index funds that you can start to invest in that will help you, I guess, diversify your portfolio and help you create wealth and build your finances over a long period of time without you literally feeling like you can't do anything, without feeling like it's actually breaking the bank. But the key thing is, is that you have to get started and you have to start soon and you have to be consistent. Now, I learned about investing when I was like 27. I'm 29 now, soon to be 30. And I wish I learned when I was like 19. But you don't know what you don't know, right? But this is your sign. If you have been listening to my podcast, you've been thinking, I really need to go and learn about investing. I really need to start. Make it a priority. Make it something that you focus on and you go, I know that I do not need to be rich to get rich, but to get rich, I've got to start investing. And it's not as scary as I think it will be. I just need a little bit of education. Um, Now you can go and listen to podcasts. You can go and read books. I have my Feel Good Investor course, which I've created into um, at the moment. You can just download it and do it. Um, So you can buy it um, and do do it. DIY vibes, you can do it yourself at home. But the key thing is that you do not need tons of money to start investing. So those are my three top money myths I hear very often that I wanted to break down and help you to understand from, um, from, from, you know, how they might be holding you back. There's so many things holding us back in life. And it's like, we do not need money beliefs and money myths to be another one. Can I get a hey Hey <laughs> Um, and there are so many more of where that comes from. So I might do another, I might do a follow up episode on this, but know that money is just a tool. And you get to choose what emotion you attach to it. And I think that that's really, really, really important to remember because then it becomes more of a choice. You're not beholden to how money is, you know, viewed or formed in your mindset from a young age. It's like, I get to pick how I view money. And that's doing the money mindset work, right? That's doing the journaling, that's working with a coach, that's doing all the things that you need to do to help yourself feel good about money. Boom. Now, I hope you enjoyed this quick uh, this quick little episode today. And thank you so much for tuning in. Please do share this with anybody who you think would enjoy it. The more people that we can reach, the better, because we are breaking down the taboo of talking about money. You know what I mean? But I hope you all have an amazing week and I will speak to you next. <laughs>